welcome to the Storyteller's Tavern, where stories are served like ale and the sea is open for you at every table. Let's get back to the story, shall we, my friends? Last time on Hotel Hell. Somebody painted some sort of, like, mural here. We could check it out more tomorrow. It's just adding up to the weird stuff in this hotel, really. The coffee trips and goes into a pile of documentation. Well, that's great. I think I found someone, an artist, who stayed here for pretty much, like, a year? Johan Schilzau. The dates match the paintings. What's dinging? All the bells are still until... Room number seven rings. Well, you know what? I think I'm gonna go to bed. The dream comes. A place of familiarity. The waddling duck inn. You see the lockers in complete flames. You close your eyes as the temperature gets to unimaginable heights until you wake up in the morning. Has anybody seen Ramirez? Go wake him up. He might just be tired. You guys are scared by this sudden against the window. And when you guys look above, there's like at least five ravens and crows perched on to the top of the roof. Uh, I think that's a bad omen. Julian, from the very small opening of the door, this thin-legged spider jumps on you and you feel a prickle. Scott and Roy scream as they find you convulsing on the ground. Harper, when you reach the second floor, you see on the ground, in front of one of the doors, uh, Julian, that seems to be fallen and yet convulsing on the ground. Uh, what do you do? Uh, I would like to do a medicine check. In okay. real life, I know nothing about bites, but my character does, so... Okay, you run towards um, Julian and yes. do your medicine check. Of course. Why do I... T this is my, like, biggest stat. Are you kidding me? Um, I didn't think about pushing it. You push it and you, like, accidentally, like... Accidentally snap your neck. Yeah. <laughs> Am I able to see a mark just by looking at... Because the way I want to yeah. push this is I want to, like... If I know that there's a bite, I can try to look around yeah. for maybe what bit Julian. So then I could push it by being like, okay... It was a spider, right? Uh, with a spot-hidden roll, I will allow you to push it. Okay. Oh yeah, that that's that's a hard success. So yes, you find the markings on uh, Julian's, I'm gonna say, left side mm -hmm. of the temple, almost close to the ear. And uh, you see the little bite mark, giving you the impression that he was bit by something. And because it was a hard success, I would say that skittering on your peripheral, you kind of get a a little motion and you see in full display a black widow spider that runs into another door and goes through the slit under the door so 
because of that, you actually are able to go and treat it to the best of your abilities. Have um, you kind of like comfort him because of his convulsions is uh, getting a little bit violent. You like, do you have some sort of like sweater on or something like that? Not one that I see. No, so don't worry. You, no, I don't have a coat on even right now. You look to your side and you see Lynn. She has kind of like a, a little bit of a poofier jacket and you like, give me your jacket. And she provides you with her jacket. You then put it under his head and you have an idea that in some when it comes to convulsions like that, people need to weigh out the convulsions and um, that will uh, hopefully help. Uh, Julian, I need you now to roll a d4 to determine for how long you're gonna be uh, suffering from the symptoms. I got a one. one. So throughout the next hour, you're gonna be uh, suffering from this. As you place the jacket under the head of Julian to provide cushion, he still convulses a little bit, but momentarily after he ceases the convulsions and just calmly breathes, but he seems to be tightening his muscles a little bit, so like he's there a little bit stiff, but at least he's not convulsing anymore. Lynn goes to you and says, what do you think happened? Uh, well, I, I think it was a spider. I mean, I saw one skittering and there's, there's bite marks here, so... What kind of spider does that? Black Widow, I think? No, oh god. Uh, I'm gonna see if there is a first aid. I'm gonna go to the tents. And she bolts towards the stairs. Anything that you would like to do? Um, if the door is still closed, right? It's still closed. To Romero's room? Um, I'm kind of I'm a little curious. Okay. Check that out. You're gonna traumatize yourself again? Yeah, that's what I do. So I'm gonna try to go see if he's okay. You open the door and you do see Ramirez on the ground as well. Mouth. Uh, with a little bit of one of those like foam tools and he's not convulsing like Julian was but he is also uh, stiff and contracted but he is breathing you can see that he has very shallow breathings can I do a medicine check on him sure one of my best stats yeah that's a pass just by a little bit though so it's a regular success you find uh, close to his hand a another bark mark cool this fucking spider is out to murder us all. This is will be the death of this. Yeah. Um, can I make, like just make sure that like he's comfortable and all that as well? Um, and then can I also like try because I saw the skittering spider. Can I try to find the spider again? Okay. You first make him comfortable by grabbing one of the pillows at the head of the bed and putting it under him. Then you go outside and you go looking for the spider. I'm not gonna ask you to do a check because after a good 10 or 20 minutes to where the spider went that you saw her skittering about, I can't find her. Great, there's a black widow around here somewhere. I'm gonna go to the scene now to the outside as you guys, um, Scott and uh, our cameraman, he is looking at the scene of the ravens circling about in the top of the uh, lodge. Uh, do a spot hidden check for me, please. Damn, that's an extreme success. First roll. <laughs> no. Nothing for Scott. Okay, Scott is very, like, taken back by this scene. He goes like, whoa, this is weird, and what is going on? But Roy, on the other hand, he sees that, and he tried to look at a different angle, so he brings himself back 
a little bit towards like a little bit more of the outcropping to see like if there is something maybe on the roof that is attracting all these ravens. Unsuccessfully, you don't see anything. Instead, what you see is in the far distance. You actually find yourself in a very interesting angle that you get to see the Hoodoo Mountain uh, kilometers away. But as you do see it and you have a good eye, like you have like a very good eye um, towards details, you see spots on the path of the Hoodoo Mountain. There are clearings closer to the middle of the mountain, but closer to the foot of the mountain there is more like a forested area. But in between that clearing area, you see spots that are slowly moving. You would need a camera with a good zoom for you to be able to spot closer, but you do see a small detail here and there and there moving very slowly. You get the sense that it's moving very slowly. But yeah, you do see it, like some things on the mountain. That's when uh, Lin literally like jumps out of the door and bolts straight to the camp, the small tents that he, um, I believe Harper and Scott had slept outside. Uh, the other tents too where people slept for the first night, but you guys haven't gone around it to actually undo them yet, but yeah, she just goes into one of the tents and starts rummaging through it. Shortly after, she appears with a small box and she starts running back and she looks at you guys as she's running and she goes, Julian and Ramirez have been bitten by something, by a spider, and they are, I'm going there with a first aid. I, and then she continues on, like bolts past you guys. Uh, anything that you guys do? Uh, that doesn't sound good. No, it doesn't sound good at all. And I think maybe we should go in see what we can do. Yeah, I, get, I, I don't think there's much we can do with these ravens. Well, I did see some people over by the mountain, but I don't know if they were people. There was like something moving over by the mountain. I don't know if that has anything to do with anything. Anyway, that's. Don't worry about yeah, that later. This I think is more pressing, but we will hold on to that. That's on minor. Yeah, let's, yes. let's, let's go see if we can. You guys then head inside, cut back to Harper. While you're looking for the spider, you, you couldn't find it. You head back to where Julian is, feeling like you need to keep an eye. Yeah, I'm trying to keep an eye on both of them to some extent as well. Do me a spot hidden check. Woohoo! Now the spider comes for you! Oh. Um, that's, I think, is a stream success. Damn. Yes, that's extreme success. Something catches your eye. And what is it is that you notice that Julian Although he is wearing the same clothes as the previous day, which is not true to like, uh, he has attires that are very similar, so you didn't catch that earlier, but now you're very certain that he's still wearing the same clothes from the previous night and day. You notice dust on his hands, like especially palm and the tip of fingers, as if like he was working with Cinder blocks or masonry. <laughs> and that moment, Lynn appears, uh, followed by Scott and Roy. That she appears with this first aid kit and she heads to you, hands it to you. Oh, uh, I, I can do this. I can do this. Yeah. And you grab it, the first aid kit. Let's see if you can cut his his time by a little. Damn, I thought that was a medicine check. No, no, I'm not gonna. You do your best. Can I, wait, can mm. I have advantage because I know what this is exactly in some way? 
Look at or I'll give you thank a you. bonus. I appreciate that. Just roll a d10, and if it is lower, you pick that one. Yeah, correct. That's exactly a success. Yeah. Okay. So you find a vial of anti-venom, and uh, with a syringe that is within the first aid kit, you apply it. Your training with the as to be a nurse helps in this situation, and uh, let's just say that within the nets, you have an idea that momentarily he's gonna be waking up. We're just gonna say that it's in 30 minutes you're gonna wake up. Oh, uh, can I do the same to Ramirez? You do the same. Same and, role. No, same role, don't worry. And yeah, he is gonna wake up shortly too. What do you guys do in this next 20 to 30 minutes that you guys are just waiting for them to I'm probably gonna stay with them, to be honest, because I'm like very fearful. I'm like, oh god. Yeah, I feel like Roy's probably like, uh, do, do we need to move them to beds or anything? Or Well, I, I think they're, they're okay here. You guys hear Daniel's voice echoing from below the from the entrance you guys imagine and he goes hello anybody in uh, somebody should probably uh, deal with that why don't i can go yeah yeah you guys then head down and you guys see daniel with the rest of his crew they are most of them are outside but at least one or two are like shouldering him and uh, he goes in and oh Hey guys, uh, sorry, I didn't see you guys outside. Usually you guys are eating breakfast or something, last, like, like, yes, like yesterday, and Ramirez was eager to meet us outside before we even arrived. So, uh, because I didn't see anybody out there, I was kind of concerned. Is everything okay? Ramirez and Julian, well, she says they're going to be fine, and I trust her, so. Yeah, they're just unconscious for a little yeah. bit, but she said they should be waking up soon. And she's much more of an expert than we are yeah. on these matters so they look at each other weird like as if they are like a little bit confused by what you guys said and daniel also sharing the same look he goes um spider bite was it a venomous one apparently something like that yeah all right i'm sure should be able to answer that question for you later when they're okay okay uh do we wait until they come or can we can we start working or should we maybe try to uh, radio uh, uh, send one of the guys to go to the village and radio an emergency like uh... I don't think it's an emergency right now um I would say that yes you can start working but be careful all right uh I kind of have an idea of what Ramirez it still needs to have it done based on what he told me from yesterday. I'm gonna try to organize with my guys, but uh, everything within the actual, like, the hotel, I'll kind of wait until he wakes up then. Um, I'll meet you guys outside then, if it's okay. Absolutely. Yeah, he nods and heads out. In the meantime, you guys head back upstairs and takes just a few moments before Julian starts to come back. The you're tired you were tired before now you are exhausted there is that burning sensation from compressing your muscles for too long there's like a tingling burn where the spider bit you but you regain consciousness slowly get yourself back your bearings oh did i die and go to heaven oh you're awake oh thank god oh this is heaven <laughs> hi harper what's going on you were you were bitten by a spider Oh, is Ramirez okay? He was also bitten by a spider. Well, is he okay? He's okay, though. Okay. He should be waking up very soon. Oh, I feel like I have a bad hangover. That's 
Scott and Dooley get scared. Scott's gonna like see that Dooley is, you know, not really thriving, but surviving. <laughs> As <laughs> we all are. Yeah. Um, and he's gonna go, hey, you're awake. Are yeah. you, do you need any water? Or um, food? No, I'm okay. I just, I think I just need to stay seated for like, I- I'm fine. I'll get my bearings. You should probably rest. Uh, we have a yeah. lot we need to do today. You sure? Yeah, I, I'll take it easy. I'll let you guys know if I need to okay. sit down. Um, we'll, we'll be in the hotel for at least part of the day. Yeah, so. uh, uh, yeah just uh, for most things, if we're filming in a hotel. Um, yeah, I'll just I'll let you guys know if I need to sit or anything. Mm-hmm. I I think I'm okay. I, just, I I went to the door where Ramirez is. I heard like skitter ring or something, and then I I tried to look under the door and something jumped up. And then I like wiped it off, and then I just everything went black. Uh, but now I'm awake. Might have to get the exterminators or something. Yeah. Um, I have a question. Can I do like some type of role to figure out if like this type of spider is like native to this area at all? Sure. Do I'm not a be, like, natural, no nature or natural natural role. natural. Role. <laughs> Am I gonna get this? Absolutely not. But it's worth a try. I believe in you. Absolutely not. Um, I'm not even gonna push that. No, I have no. I have no points in it, so it's just Same. a ten. Just a film school boy. I figured it wouldn't make any sense for him to know her about the area being near here. That dog. Oh, uh, what kind of spider was it? Oh uh, well, it, I I think it was a black widow. Oh, those things are nasty. Uh. Yeah, well, definitely have to. I mean, I haven't seen any black widow, so I don't. I don't think it's like an infestation or anything. I think it's just an old hotel, and there's gonna be spiders. So. Well, we need to keep an eye out for it. I don't want anyone else oh, getting yeah. hurt. It'll probably oh. just scurry into the wall. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't blame it. Just a spider, but uh, yeah, I'll just. I'll be fine. I'm just gonna. Let's let, you know what. Let's try to make this morning normal. Let's let's go have some breakfast and then we'll uh, we'll go ahead and uh, get filming after. Yeah, I think we should just go eat. I'm hungry. Sounds good to me. You guys head down. Yeah, I've, I've kind of already had breakfast, so and I'll stick around. As you guys do head down, you guys you guys then situate yourselves on the table and. Lynn appears shortly after with Ramirez. She's kind of like um, providing support to him with her shoulder as he comes down and he goes, Guys, I did not know that there were spiders in British Columbia of that sort. So um, I'm feeling okay, a bit tired. Nothing nothing that coffee won't solve. But once I have my coffee, I will be able to go back to help the boys. Have they arrived yet? The... Yeah, they're here now, Ramirez. Sit down for a bit and just make sure you take it easy today. Okay. And he kind of sits down. Uh, somebody can fetch Daniel for me. I kind of want to tell him what we can start already and uh, coordinate with him uh, what to do. Oh, and Lynn is already bringing like a tray with coffees. Wait, do you want to go and grab Daniel? Yeah, or should I sure. Do it? I, I okay. Can do it. All right. You grab him quickly. Like outside, he's just talking to the guys. Some of them are already moving some stuff from the outhouse, looking for equipment and the construction, uh, construction like tools. Uh, 
and grab him and bring him back really quick. People are starting to eat, especially Julian and Ramirez that are slowly eating their uh, porridge. And uh, yeah, once Daniel comes in, he asks if Ramirez is okay. Ramirez just does one of those like quick, yeah, don't worry about it. And they start talking about construction. This is the time where you guys can situate yourselves in figuring out what you guys are gonna do next. I'm gonna just describe that and then out of nowhere, it starts to rain really like intensely outside i don't know if i described it that already but it's very very dark because of how heavy the clouds are so unexpectedly it starts to rain that's a bad omen uh well mm. luckily we're filming mostly inside i think i told you last night but uh there is a wall in the basement that i uh have for you to break as well as the uh wall upstairs false wall from room uh, seven uh, we can start with either. I think both are really cool. Um, luckily, the basement is drained. Um, we might want to wear um, boots anyways, because there is a little bit of standing water, but nothing too insane. But yeah, either way, it'd be cool for us to uh, check out either. Yeah, um, maybe start upstairs. All right, we can do that. Yeah. Mysterious room seven. Yeah, well, are you all ready to film? Yeah, uh, do we have the... Do we have a tools to like take down the wall uh let me go uh ask daniel you approach daniel that is just on the table and as you approach him uh, they are just concluding their conversation about organizing themselves and they see you approaching ramirez goes oh actually i wanted to ask you julian uh yesterday while we were doing our construction the boys were kind of feeling a little bit like uh monotonous so we grabbed the radio that they brought in with them and we started playing uh, music. Is it okay for us to bring in the radio? Uh, we're filming inside for uh, half of the day. So I asked that um, you don't play music for that time, but uh, and then afterwards uh, you'll be able to play some music. No worries then. Yeah, of course. We can wait until after. Um, also, I was wondering, uh, do you guys have sled chains or just some... Tools, uh, we were gonna break down the wall at Rip 7 and then the wall of the basement. Daniel goes, Oh, yeah, we have it in the old house. I can fetch it for you really quick. Alright, thank you. I'll just bring it to the front door, everyone together there. And with that, he nods and stands up from the from the chair and heads outside, quickly runs, trying to cover his face from the rain that is going down quite well. Funny enough, rumbling is able to be heard as if it was thunder, but no lightning is seen on the uh, on the sky and i just like out of julian's concern can he go around um he, to, like where the back of the hotel is quickly while ramirez is getting the tools and can he just check and see if the river is maybe looking like it's getting higher or like maybe like at any risk of flooding or anything yeah you quickly though go outside you do take notice of how dark the sky is and also took notice of the ravens and crows that are kind of like getting close to the to the roof of the uh, building, which is weird. And you go to the area, you see the current is a little bit faster, a little bit more uh, turmoiled, but not raising it anyway. At least you don't have that impression that the um, the river is increasing in size. You know, okay, I'm gonna after I'm done with that. I'm gonna be like, okay, like it's good. I'm when I go back around, and uh, look, I'll try to like catch Ramirez, um, before he reaches the rest of the group, just quickly. Mm -hmm. Um, I want to approach him, um, and just be like, 
hey, uh, Ramirez, uh, really quick, um, you don't have to today if the rain poses any sort of um, hazard, but um, at some point, could you see if um, you can get access to the roof? There's just, I don't know if you noticed, there's a lot of uh, crows and ravens. I think something might have died up there, um, but just want to get that taken care of in case uh, there's something up there. Uh, if you find anything, just let me know. But if the rain is too hazardous for anyone to get up there, just uh, just leave it until it's a little safer. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I can do that. Uh, well, you guys are going to head towards the uh, room 7 now, right? Yeah. And uh, literally with that confirmation, Daniel appears and uh, hands you this sledgehammer. I have a sledgehammer, and I guess I also have this axe. And he kind of brings you also like a, a, one of those like fireman ads because it's supposed to be all wood up there so maybe it might be a little bit more helpful so he'll take the sledgehammer and the axe and i don't really know what's a safe way to carry it i guess like facing both heads facing down just like walking as safely as he can with them and he'll approach everyone else and be like i got our tools for the day we got a sledgehammer and an axe so yeah it's gonna be fun i imagine we have like hard hats and goggles already yeah. as well, yeah. so yeah. we're doing this safely. Yeah. Use <laughs> yeah. your weapon. Yeah. yeah. Julian will hand um, Harper the sledgehammer. Um, I, I, I don't think this will be good for me. Oh, come on, it will be fun. No, I don't, I, I don't really want to hold it. I think Scott would be a lot better with the sledgehammer. Alright, alright. Do you want the axe? I'll hold the axe and right, you can right. do most of the work because Julian. I don't really like destroying things. Julian will give uh, Scott the sledgehammer then hand Harper the axe and then he'll, he'll start going inside the hotel. As you guys go to the second floor and head to the end of the hallway where there is the absent space of a door in the very end you guys situate yourselves you situate where the camera will be placed and you get yeah you get the best light which is as best as you can and then it's a matter of how you guys going to do this all right i so, guess uh, do you want to like do some sort of intro yeah i guess um get framed up boy um scott we're looking for mystery um suspense and just some charm we might want to make it a little silly, where you're sort of breaking down the wall. Uh, do be careful, obviously. And I'm, I'm um, right here, so try not to hit me. Yeah. And also, you know, make sure that um, Harper gets some hits into you. I, you know, I'm gonna be behind the camera, but. Uh, yeah. I'm Scott Blaine. Welcome to Jackass. Bow, 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 bow. <laughs> you ready, Scott? I'm ready. ready when you are. All right. Sign <laughs> on set. Welcome back to Hotel Glow Up, Canadian edition. I'm back here at the Seven Stars Hotel with our lovely hotel owner now, Harper Finch. And we have a mysterious fake wall that we're going to be knocking down today. Isn't that right, Harper? Yeah, it's uh, it's exciting. It's it's very exciting. We've, um, we've discovered this because of the map that has numbered rooms. And this one is blocked off completely. Yeah, it doesn't even say it doesn't even say the room number on it. And uh, just so we all know, it is room number seven, and it's located in the corner. And so yeah, that's that's our first task of the day is to knock down this wall and 
check it out. It's one of the few places in the hotel we haven't been able to explore yet. So oh, let's yeah. get to it. And Scott's gonna take the sledgehammer and he's gonna go um, for it. Take the first hit. You take the first hit and it impacts against the wood, bending it inwards, and it doesn't do much because Scott is just doing it for the show. Are you yeah. sure? I'd imagine Scott would actually be going for yeah. it, to be honest. At least the first one is just for the scene, right? So, I'm like doing it in a way that's like very performative and like, yeah, like just very slow and like, I am participating. Yeah. I am very uncomfortable and awkward here. You're doing great, Harper. Right. And, uh, okay, as the scene is taken and it's great for the show, now it's the time to actually bring this down. Unless you actually want to record, keep on recording. They just keep recording. Our yeah. plan is just to record as much as we can. Yeah. And we have like a sequence where it's like montage. Yeah, montage. You guys just and then yeah, yeah and then rock Ju music plays. Yeah, yeah. and then Julie is like, all right, uh, now just just give it your all. All right, now Scott. In this case, I need both Harper and uh, Scott to do strength rolls. Your best stats. <laughs> Either that or do um, fighting brawl with the axe. Absolutely not. <laughs> That's worse than our strength. Go. Okay, you hey, get it. I got. Oh my god, I got a hard success. Damn. Nice. I did it as well. Nice. But that's a regular oh. success for me. We did it. All right, and it takes the better part of an hour, but you guys are able to open up enough to locate where a door is, and then you start going at it exactly where the door location is. And you guys do find clear up enough of the fake wooden wall to be able to access the door. Now it's just a matter of either opening the door I mean, or... Do we need to open the door? We have sledgehammers. <laughs> Who needs a key when you have force? I don't have the key for All right, one, uh, so. Scott Harper, we can either Try to open the door and have like a dramatic opening the door, or you guys can maybe do a funny thing where you're on either side and you both hit the door and just break it down. We should probably test to see the locked I mean, I would prefer to keep the door intact because you know this is like a good door still for the hotel. Yeah. Like trying to not to break things. Wildcat, like, we don't yeah. need a key, we have a sledgehammer. <laughs> this is the difference between me and my character. The duality uh, of man. Yeah, I do agree. If we don't need to replace the door, we should replace Okay, we're just door. gonna get the frame here. Scott, oh, right. mystery, we've got the door. Okay, let's open it. Ooh. All right, I'm ready when you are. All right, you ready to pop? Yeah. Three, two, one. Scott's gonna take, like, the door handle, twist it slightly, and then Give it a little push. The door seems to be locked. All right, we're going with the breaking oh, plan. No. Wait, <laughs> let me just go to the office and make sure that there's no keys downstairs. Yeah, we can take a little break. Yeah, yeah just a, right, two seconds. Right. I'll run down real quick. Um, and I'm going to run down to the office and see if there's the seventh room. All the while, it's just talking to Joy, like, yeah, we could just have the voiceover of the episode. Yeah. Just explain about the key or something. Yeah. I mean, if there's no key, I mean, I'd be really funny to end the montage with you guys just smashing oh, that door down. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll get to smash some more shit over Yeah. Hit you all. <laughs> Destroying my hotel. <laughs> Not in my lobby! It's not even like Canadian gold. It's just like Canadian demolition. Yeah. <laughs> 
Harper entering her Mr. Mosby era. <laughs> it doesn't get, take too long to go to the office and through one of the drawers that had excess keys, you do find one for uh, room number seven. Yes! I grab it and I run back upstairs and I'm like, I got the key! I got the key! That's good. We look so yeah, disappointed, so... but we're like, okay. just like, alright, it's fine. <laughs> um, right, here, you, you can do uh, that shot again key. with you opening all the right. door. So Scott's gonna, like, unlock the door and then take the key out and pass it back. Alright, yeah, you go and the, the lock spins and it feels like it does unlock. And then you pass on the key and you do the scene again. Yeah. You twist the knob and... the end of this episode of Hotel Hell. Thank you so much for listening. Your support is greatly appreciated. Subscribe to us on whatever app you use to listen to podcasts and be sure to catch the next installment of Hotel Hell, which premieres every Thursday. To connect with us, follow our social media accounts and if you'd like to support us, you can head over to Patreon to join the conversation, view sneak peeks of our next project and discover fantastic bonus content. Our intro score was created by Patrick Corden from Off the Beaten Path musical. This Call of Cthulhu 7th edition module we are playing, Hotel Hell, can be found in Peterson's Abominations. The module was published by Chaosium and was written by Sandy Peterson with Mike Mason. Thanks again for listening from all of us at the Storytellers Tavern.